Good morning, you guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> it's Dr. D. Day four. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm warming up mute. Some coffee and... Uh, What's up with y'all this glorious Monday chilly morning? It must be really, really cold outside because the AC is not on. Let me feel the window. Ooh, yeah. It's chilly outside. Chilly out here in Louisiana. Well, I mean, great now. But um, I feel good, y'all. I really do. My my little eye puff here again, so that means I got me some good rest. I came in here last night, y'all know. Oh, they had a bad accident on the bridge. That's why, oh my goodness, a really, really horrific accident. I tried to take some pictures of it because they want to. It's five lanes. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. I think it's five lanes on the bridge. So they had to get every lane all the way to the far left. That's why the traffic the way well. First it stopped. We were sitting for about maybe 15, 20 minutes, I guess, until the ambulance came at a fire truck. Uh, so I'm sure the fire truck had to come up the other way. And you could smell the gas. So that's why it was. they stopped the traffic. So I guess they have to, uh, I've seen the other trucks, they're gonna have to, when they have gas like that with them accidents, they got to put that sand out there or something, you know, so they don't catch fire, man. That could be, man, that's that's horrific. If a car passes, spark, 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 just do a spark, that's a fire. You see what I'm saying? Then you're going to blow up, and then before you know it, man, blow up the, come on, y'all. So, you know, I don't get agitated when the traffic stuff come in. I get agitated when I see people driving. Cause see, I used to do that, and since the tra- the 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 traffic was slow last night, and it stopped, I took a picture of it. Okay, I had my phone, took a picture. Um, yesterday, I had put in Desire Street, <clears throat> but it was Desire Parkway, so I pulled over to reset my well, my phone won't let me do it anyway. It say, "Are you driving or not?" So I pulled over so I can reset the gps but y'all come on i see people driving on a freeway texting it on the phone we gotta pay attention that's all that is somebody didn't pay attention then you on the bridge doing 50 to 60 miles per hour and you texting think if you don't care about your life go go do a drag strip or something but what about everybody else's life? You see how the enemy can use the devil. I'm gonna just, I'm a, like, like I'm like Miles Monroe say, if we start using a proper name of the enemy, maybe it'll start waking people's minds up. So it's the devil that uses people to hurt other people. See, oh, devil ain't using me. I ain't letting the devil use use me. Okay, I'm gonna give you all some good examples how we let the devil entice us. See, the devil can't make you do anything, but he can influence you. He can entice you. He can entangle you in mess that after you in it and is completed, you be sitting there like, like, how did I get up here? How do I? How did I get to this place? Cause you let the devil use you. you, or you let the devil, you allow someone else that the devil use to come into your your atmosphere. See, I used to be all clueless and okay, you know, just taking everything face value. And God had to teach me some lessons, y'all, as I grow. And it's kind of hard and it hurts. But I'm telling y'all, the devil is real. The devil causes 
and then y'all know I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> Trust me, y'all. I am a very, very astute, alert, informative person. And you go, you'll look at me, and you say, "Oh, that's just a little, a little naive person." And then, I, I, people don't believe my age, so they think I'm a young girl. So if they think you're young, they they automatically prejudge you that you don't know nothing about life, right? So I let people just go ahead and do what they do. Because eventually it's going to show up. And then you're going to have the finger pointing at you. You're going to be looking like a buffoon, not me. So people let other people, you know, the devil use them to hurt people. People let the devil come in and entice them. And that's how... Relationships get destroyed, you see. Marriages get destroyed. Like, y'all enjoyed that talk with my Uncle Tip? Well, Cousin Tip? I don't know, y'all, my peeps. Man, I met my great-great-cousins last night. They came around me, and I said, oh, give me a hug. I'm y'all great-great-great-cousin. Oh, you you part of our family? I said, yeah, and they gave me a hug. I'm going to see if I can take a picture with them. It's because I want my children and their children, children to know, hey, these are y'all peoples. And see, this is what we have to do. Because what will happen, they'll get older, and before you know you'll be dating your cousins. <laughs> I'm telling you, that what happened to my sister. Lord have mercy. She was mad, too. Her and uh, I forgot the dude's name, but the dude was feeling her and she was feeling him, and uh, it was getting serious until she brought him around. And then my mama said, Wait, hold up, hold up. Um, his eyes look like so and so, and his no, wait, wait. Um, you got to back up for a little while, we got to do some investigation. <laughs> and lo and behold, that was our. First cousin, a second cousin. That's our second cousin on my mom and them side. Uh, Uncle James or whatever. I think that's how it went. Oh my God! It literally destroyed them because they had fell for one another. You know, just thank God they didn't sleep with each other. Oh my God! You see, you see. So eventually they became friends, but then they was mad. They was mad with the family. They was mad with each other. How you gonna get mad with each other, baby? It's not y'all fault. And I and ever since then I tell you, Mom, we gotta make sure that we know our peoples. You know? That's like my cousin, my other cousin, he was like, now nah, who you my cousin on what side? You know? And uh I said on my mama's side. He said, Oh man <laughs> He was like, you know, and I was like, Why you say it like that? But I kinda know what he mean. You know, cause I know I'm I'm a fair I'm a fair woman. I'm I'm not a bad chick. And then I look, I'm like, oh, my cousins are strong and fine. I'm like, damn, these my cousins, Lord. <laughs> Come on, y'all, I'm being real. I'm being real. You know, and so um, cause I gotta get your number. I gotta get the number. You doing this? You doing? This? I said, yeah, I gotta get your number. I wanna do an interview with you. You know, we got to get together. We got to do some work. I, I, one of my cousins in the production, I mean, we are very talented or whatever. You know, he said, yeah, we can network. We can do some stuff. I say, no, serious, for real. He said, yeah, I be seeing you on Facebook, you know. I said, yeah, I be seeing you on Facebook. I'm serious. We need to just go ahead and keep this in the family and go ahead and let's do this. You know, so we're going to be working on some projects together. And I'm excited. And uh, one of my other cousins, he into graphics and he want to do all Anna uh, J uh, music covers and stuff. And he has some bad stuff. And I think he helped him with his video. And he do production. And Thriver, Thriver uh, works with, uh, I think, Anna J. And, uh, and I think Damien or Damani. Damani. Damani works for Thriver, I think. I think he the one that asked about Thriver. He said, where Thriver at? I said, he working, do we, on his music, you know? So I got to let Joshua know they was asking about him, you know? Um, 
So yeah, we 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 you know, very talented, very lovable camera people. But I'm gonna tell y'all this: the devil is real. Nah, y'all know where I'm about to go with this. So I picked up some some vibes on some stuff. Ain't no problem. Um, but they have this particular person, and I'm gonna show y'all how stuff bites you, right? And then I saw her looking while she running back and forth, back and forth. I saw her looking, and I'm like, you did it to yourself because, hey, I was available. But see, when people talk to me crazy now, I know how to back up. I know how to back up and go ahead and let you go ahead and do your thing. Nobody ain't trying to take your shine. You know, I know you're trying to prove a point to my to my auntie that you can handle this. So go handle it. <laughs> go handle it. Because, see, that's one thing about Dr. D. I'm here to be a blessing to you. I'm not here to hurt you. I always say this is my motto. If I can't help you and multiply you, I don't need to be in your atmosphere. I'm going to back up from you. I'm not, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here to divide. God said be blessed, have dominion, and be fruitful and multiply. He ain't say go and have dominion and divide. Come on now. So I'm not perfect patty, but I tell you what, I know what the word says. And so if, if if you feel that I'm coming doing some division or whatever, you are you trying to sow division, you're not going to use me. Because, see, people try to use you. And, see, I bust that up. I went in that bathroom, and I heard her talking to my auntie, and I said, excuse me, um, auntie, I don't mind serving. I don't have a hair, hair piece, and you need gloves. I'm a stickler with that. If y'all can't find me a hairpiece, I say I usually carry me a hairpiece, and I usually do y'all. So I kind of blame myself, which I shouldn't, because I'm like I'm not like really a guest guest, but I am part of family. But hey, if family need me to help, I'ma help, right? But in the same token, and I know I got a lot of butts in here. Let me get the butt out of the way. <laughs> You know, I say, well, you got to, anybody have an extra a hairnet or anybody have a, a hair tie? I don't mind serving, you see? So I saw that little thing on her. I saw that little look, you know? Um, but nobody going to really worry about that. We just need help because the other person, the service didn't come, you know? And um, I say, well, it matters to me. I'm a stickler with that. If I don't have a hair piece, I'm not touching that food. So with that said... The other young lady who I found out is a, will be becoming part of the family, right? Uh, she's the fiance of my oldest, I found out from my old, is my oldest cousin, Jojo. If you watch the video or whatever, he was in the, the black, um, um, so, um, Uncle Tip, they had the water, the ice chest, they had water coming out of it. And I said, oh, my God, it's got water. You know, and so I went to, um, um, I had went to her. Now, I guess she was, like, the coordinator or whatever. I went to her, I said, oh, they got water coming out the um, ice, the ice chest. Oh, go, 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 go get with Tip. They handled that. Go. I'm like, oh. So right there, I could see she was frustrated, right? So I understand, because it is. It's, it's worth putting on the event, you guys. I already know this. So I have grace and mercy, right? So I went to, you know, I said, um, I said, got a water coming out over there. You know, he said, oh, I thought we fixed that. So we walked over there together, and he checked it out. You know, I said, well, I'm going to go. I'll go get some some paper towels, on, and, um, I'll, you know, I'll come back. So when I went to get the paper towels, she didn't made it in the bathroom talking, right? So while that was happening, the 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 sister, the cousin-in-law, soon to be cousin-in-law, asked me, "Can you come and help me do something?" And I said, "Sure. Let me get these paper towels for Uncle Tip, and I'll be right out there with you, or cousin Tip. Uh, his name is Ramsey. I don't know." This is my peeps, my you know, the one we were celebrating the forty eight years of wedding anniversary, been together forty eight years. Y'all heard what he was saying. I, I got a little interview with him and he shared his little how they stayed together. Like he say, everybody got their mad days. Some people have more mad days than others. But you don't leave. <laughs> you come back and get it right. He said he said, 'cause uh I didn't wanna mess with that. 
He said, I was looking at the alimony. I'll be working, sleeping underneath the bridge. <laughs> oh, Lord, it is so precious. And so, anyway, so it's like 10 after 7, um, the program... Um, the program starts, they say the program starts at uh, 7, well, on the fly it says 7, so that means the music was playing and stuff, so they started playing, the people was coming in, and at 7.30 it was scheduled to serve the food, because they was going to come in with the little, the, um, the, um, the dedication, you know, to the, to the honorees, the man and the woman, or the hour, all right, and then the dance was gonna follow it, which would be at eight o'clock. I, I understand schedule, okay. So did all that. Walked over there. They had a warmer, all right, and so the the sister in law or the cousin in law said, um, "Come on, let's go ahead and put the food out. We're not gonna put the corners in because it still was kind of hot. Let's just put them on the stand. Y'all know the little catering stand." And um, cause they're gonna eat. Uh, while they're gonna be eating, so when the dancing start, you know, like that, cause they didn't want to, you know, and that was good, cause you know, some people make people wait. People people come to events to eat. Period. You know. Um. Bless their heart, cause I don't do that. You coming to my event? You're going to wait. <laughs> so you best go make sure you eat before you come. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> now, I'm going to serve you good, but you want to eat. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna watch. You're going to stay here and participate. All right? And um, we serve our food at the end because a lot of times some people have to go to work or whatever. And the way I have my plates, you can fix your plate and you can leave. You know, you don't really have to stay there. I want people to pay attention so they can learn something, right? So they did it okay. Uh, and these are more seasoned people anyway, so they kind of respect the order of things. Like now, this generation, shoot, I couldn't do that. If I would have fed for my, for okay, for my extravaganza, if I would have fed the people like they did, nobody wouldn't have stayed because everybody come for the food. Y'all know I'm telling the truth, Shane Adele. So, no, you're going to wait for my event. You're going to eat after it's over with. All right? Um, so, anyway, with that said, um, so we goes and put the food out, y'all. So, this person came over. What are you doing? That's not supposed to be out there like that. Put that back. We're not going to say the food till 730, so put that back. I was like, it's about 10 after 7. Now, sweetheart, uh, the food should already be out. Don't you have kernels? Um, just listen to what I'm saying. You have to learn how to follow instructions. And ma'am, I need you to put that back in the thing. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, sweetheart. I'm just helping. Somebody asked me to just carry. I'm just carrying it to the thing. But guess what? You got to tell me twice. Here, sweetheart. I'm done. You see what I'm saying? Now... Now, since that had happened, okay, I think I had spread up because the other young lady was trying to explain to her, it's already so and so, why you, no, you know, she was like, she was really running it with the other young lady, the, the cousin-in-law, and uh, she looked at me and I looked at her, I said, hey, this ain't my party. <laughs> Matter of fact, I already know what I need to do. So I had got, I had, I didn't want to, I was going to sit in the front, but I didn't want to be distracted with the camera, and I wanted to stay to the plug. Now I found something else about my iPad, and I really got to deal with it because it kept shutting off. Then now it was saying the storage full. How in the world the storage full when I got uh, a SIM card in there that can hold, it's a, it's a, um, uh, 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 what, 32 gig or 64 gig, 64 gig SIM card. So how, in, and then I have the cloud, I have 200 gigs in the cloud that my stuff's supposed to be backed up in. So now I got to sit here 
and go through all that because it kept shutting down. You know, so you know what? I'm going to have to invest in another iPad or get one of those cameras or whatever like my daughter have and just have a SIM card and video, take it out, video. You know, somebody do it like that. But I was streaming through Facebook in the shutdown. What, what, what is up with that? I was kind of confused with that, y'all. But anyway, I, I seen I got something else I got to I gotta um, add to the list. Um, so when, after that happened, I sit down. I just went mosing my little bitty self right over in my seat, fooling around with my equipment. Hey, so now, now that, uh, that was around 17, 7.15. We didn't put the stuff back in the warmer, right? But I, they put it back in the warmer because I wouldn't sit down. I'm not touching nothing now. So about five minutes till, here we go. I'm seeing the lady going over there. Now she's taking her stuff out. I went, uh, <laughs> what's up with this? What is up with this, Lord? This is some, I ain't, you know. So, you know, y'all, I don't know. So that's when uh, I had to go to the restroom. Then when I go back in the restroom, I'm hearing her really needing somebody. And she said, oh, no, she's not coming. We have no one to serve the food. You know, so I went down, used the bathroom. I'm, 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 I'm deaf now. I mean, I'm hearing it. Oh, you, you think, hell, oh, no, I'm good. Y'all, y'all, you got this, remember? <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> I see. Matter of fact, um, when the people was in line, I kind of waited till everybody, um, everybody was got their food. And guess what? Doctor D went got her plate. I sure did. And I sit right down there. And then I was watching. I was just watching the whole scenario how it played itself out. But as I was watching it, I was watching her watching me. I'm like, baby, um, I don't know what your issue is. You don't even know me, you see. I be trying to befriend people, man. I'm just, people be trying to handle you in the wrong way. That's not cool. You don't know who that person is, you know. And then, um. I saw where she put on the thing on one of the Facebook posts. She put my um, name, CEO of the Boom Factor TV, all the way from Houston, you know, yada, yada, yada. I said, oh, okay. Wow. All right. I never told you I was a CEO, though. <laughs> but it is, my, it, is my, it is my TV show, and it is my radio station, so, you know. But I understand people have a different way how to, like, I guess, try to make up to you instead of just coming to you and saying, you know what, I apologize. I talked to you the wrong way, in the wrong spirit. Will you forgive me? People won't do that. What they'll do, they'll try to do, like, they'll put a post, like, trying to acknowledge you. Um, I don't feel that. Now, me, if I'm wrong, y'all, y'all can help Dr. D, but... I don't, I don't feel that. Ooh, battery low. Jesus. What happened here? I thought I charged this phone up. Wow. So, that's a little scenario on that porch, y'all. With Dr. D. I've, I've learned. Not so much learned. Yeah, I'm learning. That's right. I said that right. I'm learning to be observant, to watch the actions of others and don't fall into uh, their mechanism. You know, that's their personality. That's their pet peeve. Um, 
She was running around, clean the table, do all that. Hey, I could have helped her. You know, if that's what you wanted to do, I could have helped you. But, hey, you want to run a show? Go ahead and run your show. This your show? Go ahead and do it. You know? Hey, I'm cool with that. But every time you pass, I don't need you to give me that little eye. Because I'm sitting down, minding my business now. So, whatever went down, something had to happen because my aunt came to me. And she said, um, she said, um, um, you all right? You okay? I like, huh? I said, I'm fabulous. What are you talking about? Um, I just want to make sure, um, you being treated right. Um, why are you sitting back here? I said, cause I have the camera, ain't I said, I got a plug. I won't, I, I said, I chose to be back here. I'm good. I said, everything's so beautiful. I can't wait. You know, that was before we even started. So she must have went to her or whatever because my aunt came to me. And uh, I was like, that is weird to me, y'all, really. So I'd have been on here long enough ranting. Um, I had to call in for Bible study. I'm packing my stuff because uh, I'll be rolling out tomorrow, y'all. But t- t- this afternoon... um. Rod have his art show, and oh my gosh, he do beautiful paintings, all right, beautiful paintings, right? He could take one of your photos and actually do an art painting. I want him to submit one of his arts with the um, the award. And, um, I didn't know, I didn't know that my... My um, my cousin draw like that. Man, he did that that Aretha Franklin one. Man, he should submit that or something. He can auction that off. Trust me. Somebody will buy that picture. They sure will. I will auction that off. So, I'm going to let y'all roll. That's my little feedback from last night. And... I see this phone, I had to let this phone charge because the battery low and I'm surprised and I have to empty it out. I got to see how to do that on this Apple phone or send it to the cloud so I can delete the, I don't know, when you delete the f- your pictures off the phone, if they're in the cloud, will they stay in the cloud or you'll lose them too? I don't know. I might have to text my daughter and see how that work. I mean, I she got my cold. Maybe she can do it for me. All right, my blessed people. I pray y'all have a glorious day today. Uh, I guess the next time you hear from me, I'll be over by the art gallery this afternoon. I'm going to try to leave out here a little early so I can go by my aunt, take some pictures over there. Oh, guess what? I got some pictures of the houses. I told y'all just take our houses empty with, you know, with the X on it and, Yeah. Some for sale just sitting in the lot, so either the owner died or something, and I don't know. But they did have some areas where they built up, okay, uh, put the people back in the houses. I know that was a project over on that side. I'm trying to figure out which one, though. But um, until then, y'all be blessed. This is Dr. D. Good morning to you. Thank the Father for another day. Always know you can do better. Because the kingdom is is inside of you. And God created everything good and perfect. And he he said, it's good. When he finished it, he looked at it, he said, this is good. So whatever you're doing, do it well. Do it unto the Father. Because when you do it unto the Father of heaven, you don't have to worry about nobody else. Because you know you did your best. And as long as you know you did your best, you don't have to worry about nobody else's mess. Nobody else's opinion. Because you know you did your best. And only you know you did your... You, only you would know if you did your best or not. And that's where you have to come clean with yourself. Everything's always go back to ourselves now. You can't put the finger on nobody else. It always go back to you. Everything that I do, it goes back. It comes back to me. You know, new ventures or whatever you're learning. I'm learning some stuff with this. 
So I've learned this weekend I gotta have my own plug, my own surgeon, my own Wi-Fi. I gotta get a whole nother camera. I gotta get a uh I gotta make investments now. This little stuff that I had, that's personal, but if I'm gonna be doing stuff like this, oh no. I have to come up to the next level. Whoa. You see? So that means I gotta I gotta up my game now. You see? And especially if, if I'm I'm feeling it. To the point where I feel this is where God is steering me, steering me to, you know, with everything else I'm doing, Jesus. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it, though. It's like, wow, okay. All right? And I know I'm going to need a person with me. I'm going to have to have a person with me. You know, because I also had an opportunity to pray. Oh, I'm going to talk about that when the phone charge up. I'll probably call back and tell you all that when I um, get in the car, okay? Much love. This is Dr. D. Later. What's up, you guys? All right. I have not left the house yet, but I am getting ready to leave. I'm leaving a little earlier. I'm going to go and pass by my, um, my aunt. I'm just trying to catch my other auntie. Because I know um, she wanted to, last night was too much. And then I know she said she had to deal with some other stuff yesterday. So I know I was going to be at the banquet early and leave late. Um, but this is the art show this afternoon. And I'm sure it's more mild. And it's something that uh, she would like. And she ain't answer the phone. So she might be at mass. I don't know. She's not answering the phone. I need to call my mom's. I'll call her while I'm on the car. Check on her. I will be with her a whole week, you guys, with my sister in Dallas. Yeah, I'm like on the road. So I'm having fun now because when I get back tomorrow, man, I got to be on the books because I think Wednesday shutting the system down and we won't be able to do no testing or, testing or anything for our class. Until November something. I think we have to November 10th. To complete all those. Modules. And take that test. Jesus. Lordy, lordy, lordy. So guess what. I'm going to strive to. Make sure. That. Um, I complete what I need to complete. And have fun now. Because I got to get in business mode now. It's time. It's crunch time for Dr. D. Crunch time. <laughs> and I got to send my book to the editor so that can get started. Because that will be launching out in 2019. Really, I was supposed to have this other book done for Christmas for the expo. But I might just have like an outline to bless people with. And see if I have time to do that. Because my um, I have one faithful student for this year um but they haven't finished sending me any money i'm trying to understand that so i haven't done anything i mean you got to send me money and i'm not biting myself like i've been doing the last two years so i'm gonna work on my project so with all of that i came back on to share with you guys two things that knowing your assignment i don't just show up places See what I'm saying? Family or not, I just don't show up to show up. But I felt the tugging to be here this weekend. It's just something that would not let go of me. And to be honest with you, I didn't have the money to make it out here. I didn't know how I was going to get out here. I didn't have the car because I used to rent a car. You know, but I wasn't able to rent a car. And, um... A lot of other mechanisms was trying to block me. But when you know God didn't put something in you in like a charge, you have to be out there. Hey, he going to make a way for you. And you just got to do it, right? Well, one main reason, I know I just felt my other cousin, my cousin, my other cousin, I'm not going to name her name. I mean, she's well known all over. She do all kind of events and stuff. But she also battling cancer. All right. Now I God graced me with, with cancer. My type of cancer I had 
I was supposed, I was supposed to be having a colostomy bag on me right now, you guys. Because I'm told 85% of the type of surgery I had, I had colorectal cancer. They had to reconstruct my colon, cut half the colon, and attach it to my anus. And that's a tender part they say they usually tear, and they have to attach a colostomy bag for individuals with that type of surgery because it don't hold. So normally people have to live with a colostomy bag for uh, the rest of their life. I was like, oh, no, I'm not. I like to go swimming. I like to wear bikini suits. And I think I shared that testimony before. God rest his soul. My dad was with me. He was with me all the way through the, through the process, right? And that's the first time I can remember my daddy hit me. My daddy hit me. <laughs> Get serious. Get, this is serious. I said, I am serious, Dad. I am not wearing no colostomy bag. I'm healed by the blood of Jesus. I don't know what they're talking about. I'm not receiving that. And I was adamant about it. I mean, to the point where I really believe God healed me right in that chair when I made that statement. That's the faith that I had. And I wasn't backing down. Nobody was going to tell me nothing different. You can say what you want. I'm not delusional. I'm all right. Because they sent in the counselors and everything because they thought I was in denial. You know, doctors in their profession, hey, that's what they trained to do. So they got to make sure that you are in the right frame of mind to understand what's happening to you, right? I know what they were saying, but I wasn't receiving what they were saying. Now, with all of that said, you guys, guess what? Dr. D still had to go through the process. Yep. I had to go through... The test, the MRI, the colostomy, do the ink. You know, it's more advanced now because my cousin was telling me that she just take a pill now. And I was like, whoa, that's advanced. Because, man, I had to literally get injected with the chemo. I had to go underneath the radiation. I mean, it tore my body up. I mean, to the point that I was so skinny, I looked like one of those Ethiopians that never ate. Yeah, my children was very, very scared. They just they just knew they were gonna lose their mama. And um but I didn't. I mean, um I wish I had my significant other with me at that time, but I mean I had to battle it alone, but I wasn't alone because God had people to show up that was there, you know. And um, get great support. But with all that said, also, uh, I had to go through each step, you guys. So all of that that had happened to me with that, with the cancer, the surgery, the chemo, the radiation, you know. And I look back now where I was 13 years ago and where I'm at now. I am so grateful for my life. To the point where the Lord told me to start enjoying my life. Because only he knows us, right? And I was not enjoying my life the way I should have been. I was always putting people before me. I always allowed people to talk to me in any kind of way. Treat me in any kind of way. And, you know, I thought that was the humble way. No, y'all. Wake up. It's not the humble way. That's, that was people being bullied. Even growing up, I was allowing people to bully my life. Ain't that something? I, we really didn't know those terms. Like, they identifying the terms now. So, from being bullied, abused as a child, bullied, growing up as a young adult to adulthood, I still was allowing that demonic spirit to come in my life and allow people to treat me like anything. So, um, that is part of my mechanism, my character, my personality now because of how things was happening to me in the past. And I still have love because I've been trying to understand why, why so serious? Why so mean to me? I'm not mean to you. I love you. I care about you as a person, as a human being. I want to see you make it in life. But in return, I get all this hostility, this evil eye look. You know, it's just like this. I don't know. But God is teaching me through all of it, right? So, 
I'm just sharing a little bit of that because I need people to understand. I know I know I got some newcomers that's subscribing to my boom factor because of the TV show now. And I, I got I know I got haters listening and you probably be on one of these podcasts <laughs> messages. <laughs> and guess what? I love you, too. Um, I don't know why you hating. I love you. I care about you. And I know I'm probably, I probably help you in some kind of way, you know, but with all that said, people try to control you or they just don't like you or like the message that's pastor teaching on, uh, hatred. You know, you don't have to even do anything to anybody, but just that person just hates you. Like, well, I think we in, uh, I know I'm on a rapid trail, but I'm trying to build something, trying to get y'all to understand something. Uh, oh my God, what scripture? I don't know if it's in Jeremiah or Kings that he's coming from. But he's talking about Jehoshaphat and the king and how he hate Micaiah. He said it. He said, is there any other? Jehoshaphat was trying to tell the king. No, the king, all the other prophets was agreeing with him. But he was saying, is there anybody else that really healed the Lord? See, they be knowing you real. They People be knowing when you real, y'all. People know I'm real. They don't want to be around me because it's like, uh-uh, that girl too real. Mm-mm. And who? She going she, she gonna to talk about you now. You may not know who it is, but no, nah, I don't think I want to get around her because um, I know I'll probably mess up. And <laughs> hey, it is what it was. So he already knew something, right? Wow, 400 prophets? You need 400 prophets to tell you to build your ego. That just, that's just like, nah, the trends that's happening in the world, in the church, with, with different mechanisms, you need all these people to build you up. So is there anybody, is anybody here in the Lord then? Is, is any, any real true prophet? And so I guess I'm that one that's going to say, going to tell the truth, going to challenge you, going to ask questions, going to be like, oh, mm. I don't think that's what the Lord was saying. Y'all see where I'm going? So because of that, I really don't have a lot of... I really don't... Delicate. Delicate. And we don't need that on low. Low dry. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm doing my little thing because that stuff wasted on me last night. So, okay, what else? Talking about? Oh, the prophets. So, he said, yeah, they do have a prophet, Micaiah. So, the king said that that means somebody in leadership, somebody in authority, somebody that have prestige. He is the king, and the king said this. The king said, oh, yeah, that's right, him, but I hate him because he never... He he never say what I want him to say. Meaning, I can't control him like I can control all the other prophets. So I hate him. So that's like people around you. They'll hate you because you're going to say what the real. You're going to say what's true. You're going to say what's obvious. So they hate you. You ain't doing nothing, but they hate you, right? So that's what I got to deal with, with people. Point blank. That's just it. I have accepted that now. All right? So I say it all that to say I know that I I can't be everywhere and I don't go everywhere. I just don't pop up in places. I don't care if it's a family event, church event, whatever. And then when I try to press my way to go somewhere, apparently God blocks it. Alright? Now if I gotta press my way and I still get there, then I know that's the enemy trying to prevent me from being there. But wherever I go, wherever Dr. D show up, it's, I'm on an assignment. And the Lord reminded me of that. So before I even got here, I knew I was on an assignment. I had to get in touch with my cousin. It's like she was pulling. I've been praying for her. And I said, ooh, I got to get I gotta get to her if I have to get to her house. And that's why I say, I called my daughter. I say, is it possible I'll be able to use your car this weekend? Not knowing that she was going to be out of town and I had the accessibility to have um, with her car. See how God just worked that thing out? 
Then my aunt blessed me. You know what I'm saying? So God just worked that thing out for me to be here. So I know I'm on an assignment. So I pray y'all can get that out of me talking, speaking to you all in your life. A lot of things not going to go a certain way. You just have to know your language with God. You have to know your assignment that you're on a mission. Because even when we went the other night, that Friday night, no, Saturday night, day one, day two. Day two, for the open mic, the Lord was just showing me some stuff. Don't forget you're on an assignment. So he was showing me some things. I said, oh. He said, you should have took a picture of all of that because you could have taught on that. I said, well, Daddy, I couldn't go back, you know. And he was like, no, I don't want you to go back because you had backup. Whoa. He said, now you're going to be going by yourself. So I have to take heed to God, and I repented. And I said, God, I'm so sorry. I, I, I felt that assignment. No, he said, no, you didn't fail that assignment. I just want you to pay attention that everything you do, you own assignment for me. And I was like, yes, sir. So see, everything that's happening, all of this that's happening for Dr. D, God is teaching me, you guys. He's training me. I'm learning. I'm still learning his voice. I'm still, you know, at this level that he's bringing me to. I have to allow him to teach me and show me things. And so that's where, that's where you come. You guys come in at. All right. I know a lot of people may not understand my mechanism, but that's why I always say the Boom Factor Radio Show is my daily diary. This is me. This is my everyday life. Right now, I am fixing my face, about to get dressed, to go on another assignment. (laughs) All right? And this is going to happen with you guys. Yeah, we're all in our professions, but you got to see your profession as an assignment. Remember, the kingdom of God is in you. Right, go back and listen to that. That our father breakdown the kingdom of God is in you to do what to fulfill an assignment in the earth. They have somebody in need of you out there in the world. Somebody need to hear your voice, not my voice. Right now, you are I'm assigned to you because you're listening, that's why you listen every day. Already from early this morning, I seen I got 25 listeners already from this morning. That's just on the anchor side. That's only what I can see. I have to go into the back office. I got to open up my desktop to really see how many people and listen already on the other platforms. I'm just trying to get y'all to understand how important you are in the world. You are very important. Don't think that what you're doing is not important. Some kind of way you are important, people. My brother, my sister, you are important. Okay? And, and don't let nobody try to steal your shine. Don't let nobody try to tell you that you're wasting your time. And all remember, if you took time out to help anybody and serve them and bless them, the Lord showed me something about that. You have a reward for sowing that seed or sowing that service to that project. Never think that it was a waste of time. That's what he told me. He said, don't, don't uproot your seed because you got harvest coming back. He told me, say, every person that's sitting in that chair behind that mic, you have a reward for that. Don't forget that because I haven't. I say, whoa, and I was in tears, man. I say, yes, Father. Just because somebody physically thought they were trying to erase you, you'll never be erased from our books because it's already written. Isn't that powerful? Awesome. So with all of that said, I was trying to build up what I'm about to explain to you guys. So, um, you know, do the 
the gathering, the fellowship, and all the things that was happening last night, I had an opportunity to see my cousin. Oh, my God. And I had told her when I saw her, I said, you know, um, I got to pray with you. And she looked at me and she said, really? Okay. I said, yeah, really. I said, the purpose I, I am, the real person why I'm here this weekend, yeah, enjoy the festival, but you are the real, you the, you the real purpose. So God made it. He opened up that way for me to pray for her, y'all. And I know for a matter of fact that God gonna start doing some things in her body. And we just gonna give the glory to God on that. That no matter what, no matter what you do, where you go, I want y'all to remember you on an assignment. All right? I don't care if you have to go and sing somewhere. Whatever you do. Now, let me get this straight. God is not going to put you on an assignment to go kill nobody, all right? <laughs> oh, Lord, don't, don't even get me twisted with that. When Dr. D said, I'm on an assignment, I feel the Lord want me to go buy a gun and kill this here. That's my assignment. The devil is alive. You ain't going to get me twisted up with that. That blood ain't going to be on my hand. It's going to be on your hand. A lot of times we already have blood on our hands because we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Or we take for granted, like we the big stuff, and try to block people from doing what they're supposed to be doing. And we really killing folks. Oh, yes, we are. We really killing folks because you're not allowing people to fulfill what they need to fulfill in the earth. You know, so we got to be very careful. Now, in some in some venues, you have to be bold and straightforward because you got to also know when the devil is operating and you got to shut that down. So it just just little bit of things like that. I'm trying to show you guys. You got to know the difference, right? How long I got? Oh, I don't know. Fifteen minutes. But I like to um. I always like to build a scenario, right? So you can understand what I'm talking about. So you can like. Okay, so this happened in my life. This was going on. Okay, so yeah, maybe that is what I need to be doing. Just trying to stir you up. The, the Bible says stir up the gifts. And it also tells us in 2 Timothy, I think it's 2-7, that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but has given us um, power, love, and a sound mind. Um, like the other, on day two, we was at that center, the healing center I was telling y'all about. They have all that stuff going on over there. It's like a universal center. Like all religions get to do all kind of stuff up in there. But they have like different rooms for different things. And they had some serious images, man. I was like, and I said, ooh, I ain't going to show you all this because y'all might get scared. You know, I shouldn't have said that. So I take that back because we're not supposed to be walking in fear. But I do know people that's not really spiritual inclined. They do have people that's in the church don't believe that the devil the devil is really real. You know, because they don't want you to talk about the devil. I wouldn't mess with the devil. Ooh, I wouldn't be talking about the devil. Like, why are you always talking about the devil? You know, you know, you should be leaving that alone. Um, I think I have power and authority over the devil. He has no authority over me. I know my rights, and my rights is I belong to Jesus Christ. He has given me the authority. That's why he died and rose. Duh. I fear not the devil. I need to know how he operates. You got to know the strategies. Because guess what? He into details. And he definitely got a, a strategy to take all of us down. And he'll take you down from your ignorance. And you think you know something and you don't. And then he use people who think they know something and you don't be perpetrating so yeah hmm 
all the stuff that I, all the havoc, all the things that's going down, man, please, the devil better get on back. Look, I literally can hear him saying, how she get over there? And I can hear him, sometimes I can hear him telling the demons, uh-uh, don't go over there, leave that alone. Now, the, he was pressing me the last couple of, this last couple of two years, he's been pressing me, right? So I still see he's trying to work on some little stuff, but he can't. He using the amps because he's trying to still find some stuff, but he can't find nothing. I'm angry. And he always going to do that. And so now that's why I'm teaching my children. I'm teaching them about spiritual warfare and how to look out for the enemy. Because, see, he can't get me. Now he's going to try to go after my children. Now I got grandchildren. You know, he ain't going to stop. And y'all got to understand that. The devil is real and he's not going to stop. He want to destroy you. He want to steal, kill, and destroy not only you. He want to destroy your family, your children's children. He want to go down the line and destroy you. He want to take you out. Especially if you're doing something for God. Oh, he can't stand that because you're not serving him. Well, Dr. D... Well, I'm trying to understand. So, you mean to tell me you're not serving the devil if you dancing? No, I'm not serving the devil. What's wrong with dancing? I'm celebrating. Remember? Go back and read Ecclesiastes. It's a time and a season for everything. That's what's wrong with the body of Christ. You know, it's a time. Now, I do say this. The celebration we had last night, I don't, I don't um, agree with it if it's done in a sanctuary. Now, that's when you're crossing lines. I, I really take the sanctuary as a holy time where it should be giving God the glory and worshiping Him only. And I believe that to the highest. So you won't, you won't see me contaminating the articles of God in the church like like they're doing. But the reason why they're doing it because they don't know how to enjoy their life. They don't know how to go take vacations. They don't know how to go on a cruise. They don't know how to take a flight and take a trip. That's your time to celebrate your life. That's your time to go out and enjoy the very thing that God created for you. That's your time to have a good time with your family, with your husband, with your wife, with your children. That's your time. God give us that time. He tells us the time and the season. He tells us to celebrate. He tells us that it's your right to eat the fruit of your labor. But no, we got all that twisted. We got all that twisted, y'all. So no, I can I know I'm not serving the devil. Duh. So if you think I'm serving the devil, well guess what? Get off my podcast. How about that? But I know you're not because you're trying to be nosy, you trolling. I'm talking to those that just on here to be on here. Trying to make judgment calls so you can go and preach about me. <laughs> I know how that work, y'all. I've been there, done that. I've I been in the inner circle with the pastors, with the bishops. I know how to work. I know the protocols. I know how things operate in the body of Christ. I know how to get in their little private meetings and they talk about the members. I, look, y'all, trust me. I've been in it. I've been on the outside as a servant, as a layman, as just a member in the church. Come on. There's nothing can get past me. That's why the devil hates me. I know that's why the devil hates me. I know why church people hates me. I know why some leaders hate me. I know why some people first they're like, mm, we need to have her over here, but mm, I don't know. She might say something that might mess with our congregation. So let's let's find something to oust her out. You know. Yeah, I know how they go. And then what do God do? God shows up. And guess what? People don't show up like you think they show up. Or something going to always happen. That's just how that is. And like somebody put a post the other day. I think I reposted it. You got to be careful how you deal with people. Because you don't know who hands God have on. 
So you're not treating that person that way. You're really treating God that way. And whoa. And I always used to say that. And it, it and it behooves me when I hear other people talk like that. I'm like, hmm, I'm not the only one with that, that frame of thought. So, I'm going to love you afar off. And even after we have a conversation, you still don't make it happen. I already know you ain't for real. You just saying, you just doing the most. You just saying the most. Because if you really was for me, you would open up your platform for me, right? Hey, I already know how it works, y'all. And these be the same very people that you sucking up to, to somebody else that really didn't care about you. And it wasn't for me vouching for you Behind the scene, you wouldn't be where you are. Oh, look, that's a whole nother subject, y'all. That's a whole nother subject for me to talk about. So, I just want to share that. Knowing your assignment in everything you do. But we got to be like Paul. We got to be in season and out of season. We got to be ready to answer the call no matter where we are. So yeah, you're going to enjoy yourself or whatever, but if you feel God telling you to go pray for somebody, you better go and pray for them. Because maybe God allowed you to go on that trip just to meet that person, to pray for that person, to change that person's life, to save that person's life, because that life depends on somebody else's life. It's a domino effect. And until we can start seeing that and get out our own little selfish ways, Right, get out of yourself, your little feelings. Get out your little feelings, cause I know I had to get myself straight. But I cried out to God because I was really hurt. You know, this person really hurting me, really for real, cause I believed in this person. I I, de- uh, I sacrificed. I knew it was obedience, but this person didn't even understand the depth of the sacrifice to get them where they are, and for a person. To mishandle you and treat you and lie to you and deceive you and then um, come at you, verbally abuse you, literally, if it wasn't for a certain thing, I know for a fact they probably wanted to hit me. No, for real. And so God really, I have to cry out for God. You know, now it's like, oh, praise the Lord. Bless him. Thank you, Jesus. I'm good now. And that's going to happen to all of us. Just dust yourself off, get back up, and know that your labor is not in vain. Know that God sees all. He's your father. Daddy ain't crazy. Daddy got a lot of sense. Because, yeah, he loved me, but guess what? He loved that person, too. And he know what he got to deal with with that person. He know how to deal with him. That's his child, too. See? That's his child, too. So he's going to deal with them in his only way. You know, that's just like as, as parents. And then I'm going to get off of here. As parents, each one of our children are different. So you got to deal with them in a different way. You can't deal with each child the same way. Now, the children may think you have partiality, you favor somebody more. But no, you just got to deal with them a different way because they build different. But you're going to deal with them. Oh, yeah. You're you going you gonna to spank that butt. You're going to get them. When I used to chastise my children, I didn't have to, um, I didn't have to hold Ashley down to whip her. She took it. Well, whoo, see, um, Z and, and Josh, man, I had to put them between my legs and wrap them up and tie them up. Man, they'll go run. they'll have me running like I'm running a marathon. <laughs> they ain't going to get that whipping. Oh, they gonna holler and scream. Man, they cut up hollering. Oh, mama, 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 please, 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 please. I won't do it again. I won't do it again. Oh, no, you're right. You ain't gonna do it again, but you're gonna get this butt whipping. Y'all see what I'm talking about? Our Heavenly Father is gonna take care of each and every one of his children in a different way, but they will get their chastisement. Why? Because they're his. He said he had chastised those that he loved. Now, the way God chastises us, oh, glory to God. 
I'm going to have to do this separately. It's not like how we think he's going to chastise us. He's going to teach us some stuff, but it's up to us to listen. A lot of times, daddy teach us stuff. He shows us stuff we don't want to listen. That's how the next mechanism comes, and he back up, and the devil comes in. That's where we get it mixed up at. Y'all see the difference? All right? So, upon that, I just want to, like, try to clear that up. Because, you know, every time you meet somebody new, you tell them about what you're doing. They're going to plug in, and they're not going to have time to be going through all them feeds. So, I like to reiterate some stuff about what the boom factor is all about. You're listening to my this this podcast is my daily life journey, living as a believer that overcomes with omnipotent manifestation. God shows up for me. I deal with stuff just like everybody else in life as a believer. But through that, I acknowledge God, and God, in return, He manifests His love. He shows up for me by faith. He said, those that come to him must believe that he is God. I believe that he is God. And he's a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. So, that's what I do. This is my daily life. Things happen to me like everybody else. I'm not being these old phony Christians that act like nothing will ever happen to me. I'm not acting like I'm living this pious life. That you're not supposed to do this and do that. And then behind clothes, y'all doing everything underneath the sun. But yet you want to point your finger at somebody else. Oh, no, I'm not living that kind of life. Oh, no, you're never going to catch me like that. Hey, this is me. I'm, hey. First of all, you got to understand, God see it anyway. Duh. He see you. So why are you perpetrating? Why are you acting like you're this perfect Christian? But behind closed doors, you cussing, drinking, lying, stealing, Hoeing around, sleeping around, but you want to judge. I, I I was very disappointed with something else because somebody called himself, Oh, my soul. Oh, oh, I displeased God. Oh, my soul. I got to deal with my soul. Oh, no. I got I to gotta deal with my soul. But you wasn't you wasn't worrying about your soul when you wanted to lay down and, um, and screw around having sex. Well, what happened to the soul then? That's 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 that that's not dealing with somebody's soul. What about the other person's soul that you lied to? And they joking around and say, "Ooh, we fornicating now." And you going you gonna tell that person, um, your soul, and then treat that. Oh no, y'all look. I can tell y'all some stuff. See, that person is thinking about yourself, and they got they got men and women act like that. No, that's just for the excuse. You get what you want. Now you want to go to the next one. And I love... Oh, y'all going to enjoy... I know I'm ranting now. Y'all going to enjoy the November segment on the Boom Factor TV. I love what this brother said. And I'm going to end this one here and come back.